You are listening to Black Mental Health and Race. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Welcome back. To God. To the universe. Um, I see your boy has made it back to the news. Um, I'm speaking of none other than um, Kanye West and his cohort, Candace Owens. What say you about them with their matching T-shirts, White Lives Matter, brother? I Next hope week. you're paying attention. <laughs> you gonna, you, you just going to leave Mace out of that? Oh, Mace is in it, too? <laughs> You know, I can't follow them without throwing up. So uh, <laughs> I leave that to y'all. <laughs> I saw the t-shirts and I got disgusted. Now, how is Mason involved in it? <laughs> he got he got a t-shirt too. <laughs> well, you know, Mace is and and Titty and uh, oh, they Puffy. Yeah, they 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 beefing right now, but um. <laughs> Mace came on um, uh, social media to say that um, when it comes to beef or whatever, that wives and children should be left out of it. And mm. he he views Kanye as his son. And so they should leave his son alone and keep his son out of it. <laughs> His son, huh? Yeah, man. Um, Lord have mercy. We argue about the stupidest things, bro. You know, <laughs> bro. You know what? I, you know, I, I, you know, we were talking earlier, man. You know, and I, I thank God for my journey, right? Um, <laughs> And and people say, um, you know, people talk about the journey in life and they had not gone through this, I did not gone through that. I don't know that I need to have gone through everything I went through or have gone through. I don't know about that. But what I will say is that I don't think I ended up in this field by mistake. And mm. people that people that don't know me, but they just see the end result, like. You know, mm-hmm. they see Dr. Moore, they see me, you know, you know, doing therapy, I'm a, I'm a therapist. They have no idea where I come from, mm-hmm. right? They have no idea where I come from, mm-hmm. you know, and the, and the <laughs> shit that I've been through. Um, and had not I ended up where I am, I don't, I honestly don't, man, I probably would be in, a, in, in an asylum. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, easily, bro. E- easily. You know, because I-, I just feel like you know, and there's a lot of people that have been through a lot, but um, <laughs> being born during the time that I was born, and then growing up the way I grew up, and looking at society now. I mean, that shit is so, it's like unreal, right? It's like, mm. you would have ne- grown up, you know, as a child of the 70s and, and now living in this millennial stuff. It's like, it, it, it's admirable. You know, you, uh, uh, well, at least for a poor kid, you would not have fathomed the world being where it is. And right. if you didn't do anything, to prepare for it, man, you really, you're really in trouble. He's really in trouble. Mm. Yes, sir. And so, and, and so, and just talk about the puffy and mace thing. You know, it's almost like comical to entertain. And I don't know if Mace has money or not. I assume he has some money, but <laughs> it's, it's it's almost comical too entertain what um two black niggas with money are arguing about 
especially if you ain't got nothing, but you got an opinion about what they got, you know, about their argument. Mm. It says a a lot about, you know, it just says a lot about where you are, right, really, in in life, because if you ain't getting paid to talk about it, right, if you're not getting paid to talk about where they are, what they're doing, what they're arguing about, what is it about their life that would make a person spend significant amount of time (laughs) talking about what they're arguing about? Because what is important to black people is presented to us rather than us actually having discussions that we initiate. Hmm. We don't initiate our discussions of what's important. Um, it's handed to us and then, then we are allowed to pontificate or what we think about. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Yeah, but but um, but but, but it's if, if, so I I discuss it myself. So I even ask about um who, who did you hear about this and that? Um to ignore it would be a, a just as big a mistake as um um talking about it. Um what what I hope to to do in talking about such frivolous issues is that we give people an insight or an alternative way of viewing it um, and hopefully get them on a higher plane. Hmm. Well, good luck, bro. Uh, I this happen, but, uh... You you keep on doing. <laughs> Let me know how that turn out for you. I'll be over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm getting out of the mud. <laughs> I'm tired of being in the mud. Did you go right ahead? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm niggas in the mud that you want. <laughs> Uh, yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. Uh, what I yes, know, for, what what I know for sure, um, in this world that we live in, and there are a lot of ignorant ass people, and <laughs> I don't choose to get in the mud with none of them ignorant ass people. It is. Uh, bro, I grew up with this all my life. I, I have no aspirations mm. of wallowing in the mud. We're going anything. back down. No, bro. <laughs> because people don't believe that we came from this mud. <laughs> oh, you got you got a degree. You ain't you ain't seen no toughness. You ain't seen no uh, struggle. Brother, if you knew where I came from, <laughs> I had to open my eyes and get up out of the mud and realize I was in mud. <laughs> a, yep. lot, a lot of people are still at the point where they don't realize they're still in the cave, they're still in the mud, and they are nowhere near civilization. <laughs> and they and they are mad with you. Thoughts in your mind. Hmm. And and they are mad with you because you decided to get out of it. Right. <laughs> Oh, he bougie. No, brother. (laughs) I just don't want to be in mud. (laughs) I'll save that for the four-legged animals, but I'm not doing it. What is the duty of the civilized? Is it to teach the of civilization? (laughs) I take that your lack of response on the the White Lives Matter t-shirt is uh, <laughs> because you refuse to get down in the mud with that. Yeah, I mean, bro, I, you know, I, he, you know, here's my thought, man. Kanye, <laughs> like, you know, okay, that's, that's, that's Kanye, right? So, um, you know, it's almost like listening to, you know, Barkley. Charles Barkley, right? Or listening to um, what's the other guy you sent me? Um, 
Charleston White. Charleston right? White. They Joe right. Jackie. <laughs> right, right. So it's you know shit. Right. And you know, but they, but they're smart enough to get paid for, it, right? Um hmm. and we're not. Right. And, and so I'm saying if it, so if you're not monetary, if you're not monetizing off of it, then then what are you doing? Because mm-hmm. if you're just trying to act like you're smart about, I mean, look, it would be different to me if Kanye just wore that shirt, but he wore the shirt with Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, you know. I mean, what what are you what are you gonna do with that? Because to me, that's strategic. You they, know, they gonna work. They gonna make money on it. Right. It's it's intentional. <laughs> if 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 I mean, how the fuck does Kanye know Candace Owens? Right. How the fuck mm-hmm. did that even happen? Right. So he shows mm-hmm. up in Paris with Candace Owens wearing a shirt says "White Lives Matter." Man, look, <laughs> bro, I, I don't know what I don't know that, what to do with that. That, that is uh marketing genius yeah so i mean so 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 to talk about it these into you know now kanye is all over the news talking about this everybody's talking about kanye it did what it was supposed to do hmm. you know science bro well, that is the different perspective we hope that um an audience would um try to understand or appreciate somebody is trying to sell something to you and these topics come up not because they have um any type of um what do they call it altruistic um or devotion to humanity trying to better itself they have only a mission to sell whatever unit is that they're trying to sell. And this that has gotten your attention um, because white lives do matter. But the question we should have as black people is when has it not mattered? When has um, black lives um, appreciated the same type of um, um, not just a saying that Black Lives Matter, but when have we been able to appreciate that we count and we exist, not only in America, but throughout the world, we have been marginalized, tyrannized, and whatever else, oppressed, and someone shows up with um, a White Lives Matter t-shirt and we have something to say. Oh, I right. think we need to focus our business <laughs> on our business. Um, and I brought it up just for that reason, that, that we should um, not pay too much attention to it. Well, I'll tell you what. Ask Emmett Till how much white lives matter. Hmm. There it is. Amen. And on that note, brother, uh, let's move on. I thought it was funny how, um, and I'm going to bring it back to this theme of um, people in society needing something to believe in. Um, And the way that you organize a society is based on beliefs. So you have Christianity, you have Judaism, you have Islam. These are beliefs that are supposed to be the skeletons or the backbone or foundation of order. And once you have an order, you can have a civilization because you then begin to have people think in like mind. Unfortunately, the very power of religion and the very power of beliefs can somehow get eschewed or in disarray because, or go awry, because what happens is that belief becomes more important than humanity itself. And so we have um, religion and beliefs are 
not our physical existence, but our metaphysics. And that metaphysics is supposed to be the knowledge that makes the society better. But um, I'll let you give a definition of what you were talking about before the break, uh, what we need to redefine. No, we need to define what knowledge is. So I'll let you take over from there. And then I'll bring up some other hot topics. <clears throat> okay, so let me just be clear. You want me to define what now? What knowledge is? That's what you were talking about before the break. Well, I think very simply, um, if if we talk about knowledge, um, <laughs> okay, so let's break knowledge down right into um the word right and um what dr khaled muhammad would say the etymology of the word right so not so knowledge would mean the root word of knowledge is no hmm. right so knowledge would mean what it is to know. Mm. So if you have knowledge, then that means you have, that means that you know, you know something. And how is it that you know something? Right? Unless so if you, you say, <laughs> right. So if, if you say you know, then to know is to show and prove, mm. right? Otherwise, you don't actually know what you say you know. So if you know mm. something, then how do you manifest knowing? How you manifest knowing is understanding. Mm. So if you don't have understanding, then how do you know what you know? Right? And the only way for you to know and have understanding is to do research. Otherwise, mm. what you might be doing is just regurgitating. Because you don't, yes, because sir. you don't, because you don't know it for sure. Because when you really know something, what they teach us in school is that when you know something, you should be able to break it down so far that a child could understand, mm. right? And that's why the nation yes, of Islam, the supreme wisdom, and all that stuff was so powerful because it was able to give people an understanding that didn't have a college ed education or maybe not even have a high school education, right. but they could break it down in a simple form. Right. And then they could build from that. So exactly. when, when you say that people have a, a knowledge of something, then I think that we need to be clear about what that knowledge is and what actually is knowledge. And I think what actually is knowledge is actually to know. And how do you know? Mm. Right. And so, I'll, I'll, yeah. no, no, what? Finish your piece. No, I'll, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and how do you know unless you have an understanding? And how do you have understanding, you know, unless you have a teacher? Mm. Indeed. And I'll add to that the other component of um, knowing what knowledge is. Um, and you know what knowledge is by what you manifest or what you, the fruit that you bring forth. If you say you have knowledge on this, show and prove it. The other half of that is we as human beings have a physical existence. We have to bathe. We have to um, interact. We have to procreate. Those are all physical activities. We can show and prove those easily. The part that makes us distinct from other animals in the universe and other phenomena in the universe is that we as human beings have something called thought or thinking. That thinking is not something that you can physically see. You can't wash thoughts. You can't... Um, decorate or put clothes on thoughts that is the abstract part of human existence 
So our existence is not only physical, it's also mental. And that mental is what we call meta or beyond the physical, metaphysical. So as you gave a definition of knowledge, I'm giving a definition of metaphysical and why we as human beings need it. Things like uh, Islam, Judaism, and um, Christianity are supposed to be that metaphysics or even philosophy or science. That type of thinking is what's supposed to be the complement of our physical reality is our mental reality. And so based on that, I'll get to the next hot topic. Um, This is a little less uh, about celebrities and more about the things that we should be focusing on because it could have worldwide implications. But I wanted to know, um, just on your personal opinion, how does a superpower like Russia um, find itself in a bad situation <laughs> and almost to the point where they, it, it seems, at least out in public, that they are losing this, this war to Ukraine. It's a, it's a lot smaller power, a lot smaller nation. But um, Russia is at the point where they are retreating. They have the, the most, uh, some may consider the most, the second most powerful army or military in the whole world. And they're losing to little Ukraine. Did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I mean, I don't see how you see that any different than what America did when they went when they went into Vietnam. Mm, good point, brother. Indeed. Um, what is happening is um, we are a nation of wars. Um, these superpowers didn't become superpowers because of um, what they believe in religion. Although religion was part of the catalyst that builds these big superpower empires, um, it will also be what makes them fall as well, uh, those strong beliefs that they have. Um, but what sustains a place like um, a superpower like America or Russia is those metaphysical beliefs. Now, um, one of the things that um, Russia is finding itself in trouble with is that the other superpower, which would be America, is supplying Ukraine weapons of um, advanced military and I, I believe what um, this guy I used to play in chess would call, he said that um, superior firepower is the real God. And superior firepower is the real determination of what is power. Yeah. He said you could have all, all, of, all of the might all of the um the philosophy and religion that you wanted, all of the the perfect God and the perfect philosophy and the perfect science, none of that matters if you don't have superior firepower. Well, you can have all the superior firepower that you want, but if you don't have superior discipline, <clears throat> hmm. that that brings up two things of why they're losing this war. The, the discipline yeah. is, is gone and the um, belief is gone. So there's something going wrong in Russia. And well, I, you, I you, only you, bring them up to bring it back to us. There is something going on in not only America, but 
specifically in the black lives in America. And that is where I'd like to bring this conversation back to because this is, after all, the show on black lives. They got me saying this shit. This is a show about black mental health and race. Um, We are not doing well as a community and probably never will with the mentality that we currently have. We have these discussions every week about black mental health and race to see if we can um, talk about it intelligently, um, not necessarily for solutions, but in order to bring insight into what is going on and maybe carrying the conversation forward. Well, I think you have wrestlers that don't want to fight. Mm. Right? That's that's internal. Right? Mm. So you have someone that's um, obsessed with power. And he's now trying to force his pawns to do things that they don't want to do. Mm. But that goes that goes contrary in a game of chess. Right? Because <laughs> in a game of in a game of chess, the pawn is a sacrificial lamb. The right. pawn does and you have pawn. to bang the pieces. There, the, the there is pawn, no, I don't want to do it. Right. The, the, <laughs> pawn, the pawn does what you tell it to do. Now, if it's a game of chess, right? If it's a game of chess, if it's a game of life, <clears throat> mm. right? And that piece that's supposed to do what it's supposed to do is now not willing to do that. It's no longer chess. <laughs> you're, no lo- you're no longer mm. in control. You know, checkers is not funny. Even be, not even be um, coherent it's, to call it even check. It's it's right. It's no, it's no longer a board game, hmm. right? Because now now it's something different that you no longer can control. Because at least if you're playing chess, you you're controlling your pieces, right? You you are at least determining. Who's going to be the sacrificial lamb, right? Mm. And what is going to be once it get to the back row? You at least are determining mm. that. But if you able to do that, it becomes something different. Now you no longer have control of the game, mm. right? So if you asking me why Russia is um, in a situation where it is, you know then it makes sense to me because the leader appeared to be as strong or as in control as he initially thought he was, right? And if you, then you try to apply that to the Black community and why we are the way we are. I can't even begin to tell you who the heck is the pawns in the Black community. <laughs> you know, yeah, so it no makes pawns. sense. Right, so it makes plenty of killing, but no pawns. Right, no soldiers. (laughs) Um, One of the things that I I can parallel uh, a comparison with uh, Russia is once um, Russia became part of um, uh, what uh, Glasnost with um, Gorbachev. The Russian people got a taste of um, luxury. They got a taste of capitalism in all all of its good forms. Now, there's plenty of good about capitalism. It's a competition, but those who don't do well in capitalism are going to suffer, and you have to let them suffer. 
if you're going to let it be a capitalist society. Um, unfortunately, what that creates in the minds of the Russian people, because Russian people believed in the conscript or every male child was a soldier. By the time you reach 18 in Russia, you were in the military. That you did that before you had any more advanced studies in school, if you opted for school. But um, once capitalism became a part of Russia, people were starting to get rich. And then there were people that, in order for capitalism to um, thrive, that have to suffer. Not everybody is going to be rich in a society or, the, or the, the money doesn't have any value if everybody has it. The, the fact that money has value is its scarcity. Now, if you oversaturate a market with money, the money is actually valueless. That's what happened in Germany and the reason that they had to start World War II. And they blame the Jews for them for their um, their Deutsch not having any value. You could walk around with a wheelbarrow of Deutsch um, dollars, and you can only buy a loaf of bread with it. So, to parallel that back to the the black community. We have the Kanyes of the world, the rappers, the entertainment. All of these people are enjoying luxury as they should. I have no problem with anybody that has a talent or has a mind for something where they get paid for it. That is great, and that is the good part of um, capitalism. But we have no soldiers. We have no one that is going to, and and perhaps we have no one that, that's going to sacrifice in the trenches because the trenches have been bought up. <laughs> our enemy owns our trenches. We don't have anything that, that we can see of value to fight for. I think uh, Russia is, is experiencing that um, because Russia really has the end game for the Ukraine. They could drop a nuclear weapon, but what will that produce? So they have to find some strategic way to put an end to this war, but they can't do it without constraints. Um, I find that um, there's a way in America that black people could not... Um, Militarily, we don't want to do anything militarily, and that's fine. But we we could think of better strategies to have a community where my grandmother can walk down the damn street without getting shot in the head. Um, there's a 17-year-old girl that just died in Bed-Stuy. Bullets shot her right in the face died within the last six days. Senseless murder for no reason. We have to get beyond our thinking or lack of thinking in order to create a safe society. I'm not even talking about a better society at this point. We are the savages that we all but we are a part of these, these communities and we have no ability to fight within us to make our situation better. And I'm off of my soapbox tonight, brother. I don't want to take myself too seriously, but I, I wanted to try to bring the conversation back home. <clears throat> Okay. Well, I don't know how well you did it. Um, I think you lost a couple people with uh, 
<laughs> Good luck with that, brother. Yeah, with the whole Russia piece. Yeah. It sounds a little deep to me, but, uh, you know, time black community Nobody to Russia. Cares, brother Douglas. Yeah. 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 Uh, time to black community to, Ru- to Russia and all that stuff. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm bring it home again, but I'm trying to land this plane. <laughs> okay. Because we got we got some turbulence going on. <laughs> Do not unfasten your seatbelt. <laughs> well, I got at this point I got my gas mask on, so you go ahead and bring it, bring us home. <laughs> this sounds like it's about to be. It sounds like it's about to be a crash. But yes. you, I just got my pilot license. Yeah, yeah. I I got my gas mask on and my parachute. I'm ready to jump out at any moment. You ready to bail out at any moment? Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready to bail out at any moment, yeah, bro. Save yourself. I would yeah. be remiss in my duties, brother, if I did not mention. And I don't know how I let it get past me. Because I'm supposed to be very vigilant and aware of things. You know, we let September go by and we didn't talk once about 9-11. Speaking of wars and rumors of wars. Um, I'll let you start off any insight into 9-11 or any comment. And uh, I'll take you where... Um, I'll bring this all back to Russia and back to the black community and back to Candace Owens and all of them in a minute. But um, I'll let you give me any thoughts you had on 9-11. Or if you don't have none at all, I'll take that. Yeah, well, you know what? Since you, you've gotten the ship, you probably going to have to because uh, <laughs> I don't have much thoughts about nothing. You don't feel no type of way? <laughs> I don't feel no kind of As way. As a young kid, you know, uh, I don't feel no type of way. Yeah, particularly as it relates to the black community, or um, <laughs> you know, I mean, you you, you got a, a a huge building, almost reminds me of um, um, what happened with um, the Catholics and the Protestants, right? Um, hmm. You know, it's a yeah, building, yeah. you know, <laughs> built built to the heavens, right? Hmm. And, and and only the highs of the high can work in this place or go in this place, right? Hmm. And so the more that you can afford, you know, to pay, you know, to go into this building or be a part of this building, then the higher you were, you know, to God. Right. Right. And so this building crumbling, you know, um, and falling, you know, could be, you know, some type of um, biblical manifestation. And maybe this is a story that would symbolically show up in the next Holy Bible. (laughs) Um, So, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know if you want me to buy it. It's almost like 9-11 has now become the new holiday. And so now, hmm. you know, I feel I got to feel <laughs> obligated to speak on this new holiday, 9-11. Um, you know, particularly, say, <laughs> particularly as if we're having a podcast about black mental health and race. Um, wow, well, I think some black people may have died. Um, and I don't think the black community, that was something that, you know, I, I think America felt bad about it. I don't know how, if we're trying to have a conversation about black America, that's a whole nother conversation. Because I don't know how black America <laughs> felt about the towers falling. Watch it, brother. Well, let, let, let me put it to you this way. Um, what is the the, the two... Um, symbolically, there are two towers. Um, I'll bring a little bit of conspiracy juice into this as well. Um, let me start by saying that I, 
my story, I, I got an actual story of 9-11. I woke up on September 11th, three blocks from the World Trade Center, and I woke up 7.30. I was sleeping at the job. I had um, got awoken at 7.30 in the morning, and I got awoken by an explosion. And it shook the ground, and I could feel something. And um, I woke up. What the hell is that? They, it's not 8 o'clock because they're allowed to start construction, and they were building a building right across the street from us. And they would take these, um, they were trying to dr drive steel beams into the ground. That's how you build a foundation that would hold these high-rise buildings. Um, so I'm like, it's only 740-something or 7.30. They're not supposed to start this noise until 8 o'clock. I'm trying to get some rest so that I can work for the day. I try to get back to sleep. All of a sudden, I hear another boom, and it's um, 8-something in the morning. Um, according to the when the first plane hit the South Tower, North Tower, if you get mix them up, that was at um, a quarter to nine or eight forty-five, somewhere around there. So I had already heard an explosion, and I didn't know what it was, and I paid it no mind. Um, the conspiracy part comes in is that these buildings fell and let's say that that um all of the information that we received scientifically about how they fell is correct and that there was no conspiracy at 5:40 um something pm building 7 fell with no um reason why it should have fallen because it, it was far off from the, the two main towers and they couldn't control um, the fires and somehow it fell. It was a 40-story building. The Twin Towers were, um, as they say, um, what are the two pillars in uh, Mason, Boaz, and Jockham? Those were the two pillars. That is something that is so symbolic. As you said, as you suggested, it's going to be in the next Bible, Bible number two. This is going to be our battle cry, our American rhetoric, and everybody is going to have to get on board with that thinking or be left behind. How about that, brother? <laughs> no, no, no comment. <laughs> Don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, not sure, bro. Um, but you took you us home. Comedy, <laughs> It, it, it took us home because um, we definitely went to sleep on that one. So, um... <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, I don't know if we're gonna be able to connect the dots or not, um, but um, it's, it's late. It's late. Yeah, so it's, it's late in the morning. So uh, makes sense because uh... I'm gonna leave it at that, then, bro. Yes, sir. It is it is four oh one AM. You're listening to Black Mental Health and Race. Uh we try to have these conversations between two black men about current events, about Black Lives Matter, about um black mental health and um it's about human humanity in general. Um 
I think we established tonight, if we didn't uh, get to anything, we did establish that there's a physical reality and then there's a mental one. And we as human beings need both. And that hopefully the metaphysical part, the knowledge part of being a human being would make us have peace in the world instead of war. Now, we come from a Western culture that has thrived on war for centuries, hundreds of years, thousands, millennials of going to war, and that is how you build empires. You have to have a certain knowledge in order to build order and civilization. Part of that knowledge that you had to have was the secrets or the mysteries that brings us to this current day politics, this current day problem that black people have in America. And we are blind to how it works. Hopefully tonight you start the conversation amongst each other about doing better for yourself. I can only speak to the individual. I can't speak to the collective as I wish I could. But self-improvement is one way to address your humanity, whether you be black or white. How about that, brother? Like it, bro. I tried to land this plane. It was a crash landing, but yeah, yeah. You brought it. You brought it home. Though. I feel a little. You know, I, I feel I'm on solid ground. You know, it, 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 it was bumping, but yeah, you know, I feel like I'm on solid ground now. Pluto was too far. No oxygen. Yes, sir. That was a rough one, but uh, you know, you got us through that. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's a crash landing, but in the landing nonetheless, brother. Yeah, yeah, it is bro. uh, <laughs> four o'clock you in got the it, morning. You, yeah, but you got us home, so I'm I'm good. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, have... I'm gonna take this I'm gonna take this parachute off now, bro. <laughs> I was gonna mix it into the the movie The Matrix, but uh, I'll say it another time. Yeah, but say that one, bro. Say that one. <laughs> now that I got us home safely, uh, I yeah, think bro. I'll save that that trip or the, through the astral plane. Yeah, bro. Day. Say that one. Yeah, bro. I'm 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 I'm, I'm stepping I'm stepping off the ship right now, bro. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> You're just glad to be back on terra firma. Yes, sir. <laughs> But something happened on 9-11, brother. I don't know what. I can't say what. As you say, if I can't speak intelligently about it, what I can speak about it is uh, metaphorically. Something happened that changed people's thinking for the rest of the history of the United States of America. Um. Let's change history as black people. Is that too bold a notion for one to contemplate? And uh, we can thank people like um, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad for trying to wake us up in his limited capacity as a person only with a third grade education. Um, Minister Farrakhan said that he only finished the third year of college and um, hopefully the next people in the nation in the next um, uh, form of leadership will be the doctors um, doctors of philosophy or doctors of science with even greater insight 
and more, much more grounded than I am. I uh, I don't even have a college education, but um, I think I have some insight on how to be enlightened, and um, I just um, hope that we all wish to be enlightened. Indeed. Did you have any other topics for tonight, brother? I don't, bro. Um, I am uh, just, oh, bro, you know what? Um, next weekend, I don't even know if I'm going to be available um, because it is my plans to go to my alma mater's homecoming. So next, yeah, inshallah. Um, that's where I may be next Friday night. Um, so if we don't, if I don't pop on, then that's because I will be um, at that homecoming, inshallah. Um, and I'll be back the following following. Yes, sir. Indeed. Um, I will say in parting to um, look at the buildings that are being raised, the um, construction. There's symbols in it without having one symbol on it. You don't need to know anything other than how does this building get built? What type of mastery must you have to build these magnificent magnificent structures? And where am I really in the world? I don't have any of this knowledge. Maybe I should change my direction instead of focusing on Kanye, focusing yeah. on building myself and building structures, foundation. I want to look a little bit more into masonry. You might want to look a little bit you might want to look a little bit more into masonry in terms of the, the cornerstone mm. of a building and how it's built. Mm. Putting because that out there into the universe. Because we have the operative masons and we have the speculative masons. And if you don't know the difference, then do your research. Mm. Yes, sir. Because that will at least give you the beginning of understanding of how the temples were built. Mm. Indeed, brother. And on that note, brother, I'm going to allow you to take us on. <laughs> well, I landed the plane. Now you can drive us from the airport. <laughs> and, and, and and that's what I just did. Well, you, you, you can take my last words and you can drive it home. <clears throat> and you can do the research on how the temples were built. people are listening. Hmm. How the temples were built and who built them. Hmm. and understand the difference between the speculative mason and the operative mason. Hmm. That gives them homework for this week, brother, and I'm always happy to do homework. I never went wrong with turning in my homework. I have always grown and developed by doing my homework. Uh, history is your greatest is your greatest research bro exactly I totally agree Um, I'm reading now just finished Greek civilization and the funny thing about Greek civilization is Rome who were less sophisticated less um, scientific and less philosophical just came in 
with brute force and took over one of the greatest civilizations that ever was um, erected in the European um, history. Rome, these brutes took over. How does that happen? Same thing with um, black people. Wherever you find yourself in the world, you should ask yourself the question, how did we get here? How come we're at the bottom of the pole? As um, Minister Farrakhan espouses in the um, black man's heaven, um, white man's heaven is a black man's hell. How did we get here? If you find that to be important, more important than what happens to Kanye and Candace Owens, listen to this podcast. We are on once a week. Um, I appreciate you, my brother. You bring lots of insight and lots of um, cookies, a trail for people to um, get to a different place in life. Thank you for that each and every week. Um, if we don't make it next week, you always hear from this podcast at some time. We don't try to make it a serious podcast. We try to make it um, something or like Bill Cosby would say, if you're not careful, you might learn something. But we don't take ourselves too serious. At least I don't. I don't take myself too serious. But um, in my comedy which I tried to show you tonight. There are gems. There, there's a lot of things that you can uh, take from it. Yes, sir. Um, so that's it for tonight, brother. Yeah. So, and in closing, you know. My brother Douglas like to play himself down. There's a lot to be there's a there's a lot to be learned from a fool. Right? Yes, sir. So uh, you know, be very careful in how he trivializes, you know, who who he is and um his knowledge and, and understanding and his and, and his wisdom. <clears throat> you know, we we both have, you know, come from a lot, gone through a lot. Um, and there's a lot to be shared from those experiences. And if anyone could gain any type of insight, um, the Bible says good is a person who goes through something and learns from it. But blessed is the person that learned from the person that went through something. And so I, I say that to say that um, if you're listening to this podcast, <clears throat> there's some things that you don't have to go through right? mm. that you can learn from just via our experiences. <clears throat> so, you know, in, in closing or in short, um, there's a lot of we talked about knowledge and um, what is knowledge. Um, knowledge is a manifestation of wisdom. Wisdom is a manifestation of understanding. But without understanding, you have no knowledge. With no knowledge, you have no wisdom. Right? And so I say that to say that, <clears throat> again, um, you know, if you're just listening to the podcast um, or you just come up across the podcast and you're listening to two um, old friends, you know, talk about experiences, talk about life, talk about, um, I don't even know if I could call it um, losses or wins, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, or failures, but I, I will say that there's no successful person that hasn't had 
failures. Those failures have been the manifestation of their of their winning. And so if you're worried about losing, you're never gonna win. Hmm. Because you if you if if you frame it as a loss, you're never gonna win. But if you frame hmm. it as a lesson, you're on to the next level. Hmm. And that is what I am thankful for turning that light on, brother. It took me a long time to have that light turn on with all the knowledge that I thought I had. I forgot that you got to frame this knowledge, not in terms of failures, but in terms of what those failures will do for the next attempt. I forgot about that next attempt. And when I started this podcast tonight, I thought that I would bring that up, my failures and how I looked at it and how your success was from a different perspective. You didn't look at any of your failures or any of the way that you were born as your downfall. You looked at it as a ladder to get to a higher point. Absolutely, bro. I, I I believe in and because I and because I do mental health for a living and because I do therapy for a living, you there, there's a thing in therapy that we call narrative therapy, and in narrative therapy we talk about changing the narrative of what the world or what mom and dad or whoever had for you, you know, and restructuring mm. that and, and creating your own narrative. But I also believe there's a thing called, um, you know, escaping reality, right? And so for me, in in my head, you know, I don't live in the reality that the world has has created for me. I live in the reality that I've created for myself, and and mm-hmm. because I've done that, that that has allowed me to escape the failure that society said that I would manifest. Mm. Right? And so I manifest my own reality. So because I didn't grow up with a mom and dad and because I grew up on food stamps and welfare and because I grew up on, you know, in the projects and because I went to jail and was locked up, you know, and was, you know, suspended and kicked out of school, you know, because I, I went through all of that and society says, what? No way you succeed. Mm. You know, I step out of that reality and create a reality for myself. And that is the Black mental health aspect of this podcast. Um, I know sometimes it don't seem like we reach (laughs) it. And um, we try not to alienate the audience. because some of the terms can be technical and um, some of them can be symbolic. And uh, we may lose um, the audience because we're not talking about Kanye, but um, hopefully we try to tie it in and let you see how it all, how all this process works together. There is nothing new under the sun and there's nothing that we can't discuss. It's what we hold value in. And that is based on how you think about yourself. We are hoping that you think better of yourself no matter what circumstance you find it, yourself in. hundred percent. Yes, sir. I think we'll leave it at that then, brother. It's on a power note, bro. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, peace to the universe. And as Brother Douglas said, um, the, the power within you is the power of your manifestation. You you are the manifestation of any God, 
of any change, of any reality. You're that manifestation. Indeed. And if if you can't see that, then that's the reason why you aren't materializing and manifesting the way that you want to manifest. It's because you don't see it mm. in yourself. And you have to see it in yourself before anybody else can see it in you. Mm. Not the outside circumstance that you hope for. <laughs> like, the uh, this world is going to end, so uh, I don't need to do nothing. Yeah, no, even no. though I don't, I, I don't think like that, it is subconsciously what manifests itself. It's that um, metaphysical world based on that dichotomous thinking that becomes your reality instead of changing your narrative. Yeah, that that type of thinking is self-destructive and will get you nowhere. Um, <laughs> And and all you're really doing when you think like that is you're praying on other people's downfall. And mm. you you praying on other people's downfall is just self-destructive. <clears throat> and it mm. does absolutely nothing for you. <laughs> no matter how much knowledge you have. <laughs> well, you don't even really have knowledge because if you had knowledge, you wouldn't think like that. Hmm. And that's why I say it's in your subconscious. So check yourself, um, brothers and sisters. Do a um, a self-evaluation. Because there is something in you that is limiting your potential. And it may be the surety that your religion, your um, organization, your um, mentality, your um, political party, your amount of money, your amount of success, your amount of um, fame is taking you on a path out to Pluto. And it seems wonderful. It feels wonderful. But where are we really? Where are we if we can't walk down the street safely? without a 17-year-old black girl <clears throat> having her life ended so abruptly and um, unnecessarily. And on that note, I say peace. Black lives matter. <laughs> all night, yes, all day. <laughs> If you needed to know, if we even had to um, suggest that Black Lives Matter, um, not over any other lives, but if we have to keep explaining that to you, maybe you need a little more knowledge. Uh, peace to the universe, brother. Oh, go ahead. Peace to the God. Yes, sir. <clears throat>